Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of Matthew today, chapter number 14. And we started on the last podcast talking about surviving the storm. I do want to apologize for the quality of the audio on the last podcast. It was something after I downloaded it and listened to it actually on the podcast a little bit, realized that the sound quality was not that great on that one. So number 284, uh, but we're back today better. Amen. And uh, so I want to uh, go back to this thought on surviving the storm. The Bible talks about these men that Jesus constrained in verse 22 to go into a ship and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And the Bible said they were in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves. The wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus came walking on the water. And, uh, you know, the Bible says that the wind was contrary. And it simply means that the more they pushed, the more the wind pushed them back. The more they tried to go forward, the wind pushed them back. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we get into a, get into a uh, storm and we think, well, I've done something wrong. And, uh, but it might be that you've done something right. Uh, yeah, we all feel that way sometimes when we're struggling to go one direction and life has taken us in the exact opposite direction. And so we're talking about surviving the storm. Here's how you survive a storm. You survive the storm by finding the purpose of the storm. Why? And I've heard a lot of people say, oh, we shouldn't ever ask why. Absolutely we need to ask why, but we need to have the right motivation for why. Why uh, with the right purpose, not with the purpose of playing the victim. There's too much of that going on in our world woe is me everybody's against me nobody loves me it's always me that has this battle and no you're not the only problem person with a problem every one of us have our own storms to deal with our own struggles to deal with but the purpose is what is this storm going to produce what is the storm going to yield in my life and profit my life the bible said in hebrews 12 that no chastening in the present seems joyous there's no no joy in the present it's grievous but afterward it yieldeth the peaceful peaceable fruit of righteousness so you got to think what's the purpose storms are not pleasant but they do produce certain benefits in our lives and one of those benefits we talked about on the last podcast and that's the benefit or purpose of movement the storm brings movement. Storms are God's mode of transportation. The very thing that the disciples feared is what God used as a vehicle to reveal himself. And we talked about how there was darkness and how there was disaster and how there was depth. But I want to also show you this. The purpose of the storm is not just to bring movement, but the purpose of the storm is to bring the master because verse number 25, you find that in spite of the darkness and in spite of the disaster and in spite of the depth, the master showed up. The same storm that moved them 
also moved the master. Man, that's shouting ground right there. Jesus did not tell them that the storm was not fierce. Was not fierce. He just showed up and showed them that he was mightier than the storm. And let me remind you that God is ever present. He's ever present. Even when you don't see, he's around. He's there. You think Jesus was not aware that they were in the storm? Of course he was aware. And he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And boy, it's good to know today that even in the darkest hours of life, God is still God and he is still in control. 1 Kings eight twelve, Solomon wrote these words, The Lord dwells in the thick darkness. Psalm 139, verse 11, If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. You know what that means? God can see just as good in the dark as he can see in the light. Even in the darkest hours of life, it will not hide you from the face of God. And these men, when they thought all hope was gone and that they were doomed, here came Jesus. The storm moves the master. It'll move you, but it'll move the master. So the storm brought movement, and the storm brought the master. He came walking on the water. There's times uh, when we all feel like we've lost the battle with the storm. But I'm telling you, just as surely as the Lord is in control in control of your blessings, He is in control of your battles. Just as surely as the Lord is in control of your triumphs, He is in charge of your troubles. As surely as He is in control of your successes, He is also in control and in charge of your storms. And when things look the bleakest, just look around. Jesus is about to show up. And God's not going to keep you from going through the storm. Sometimes he does, but not always. God may not keep you from going into the storm, but he can keep you in the middle of the storm. Man, there's so many Bible references I could go there. I could talk about Noah. God didn't keep Noah from the storm, but he took him through it. He didn't keep Daniel from the storm, but he took him through it. He didn't keep Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego from the storm, but he took them through it. He did not prevent any of those in the Bible from going into the storm, but he saved them in the midst of it. I think about uh, Second, uh, Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter number 12, the apostle Paul wrote, and uh, Paul was in a storm. Paul was in a battle. Paul, man, the raging winds were about him, and he went to God and said, I need some help. And you know what? God didn't keep him from the storm. God didn't say, uh, I'll take this from you. You won't have to worry about this anymore. You know, a lot of times that's that's where our faith fails. We think, man, God, he let me down. I, 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 things should have been better. And and Paul said it was there was a purpose for the storm. He said, lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh. God put a storm in my life to, to humble me. He allowed the messenger of Satan to buffet me so I wouldn't be exalted. And he said, I went and besought the Lord thrice, three times. Lord, let this storm go. Take this thorn away. 
You know what God said? I'm not going to remove the storm. I'm going to help you in the storm. My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And God don't always take the storm away. Sometimes he just allows you to grow. And God used Paul's thorn in the flesh, that storm, to show up and, and, and be on Paul's life like never before. You'll survive the storm when you find there's a purpose for it. The purpose is the storm brings movement and the storm brings the master. Don't fear the storms of life. God allowed it as a means of bringing him closer to you and you closer to him. Romans 8, 28 still in the book, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. So you better ask why when you get in the storm. Well, I don't think you should ever ask God why. Jesus asked God why. On the cross, he said, my God, my God, why? And so you better find the purpose. You better ask why with the right intent, with the right motivation. God, why am I going through this? What are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to do in my life? How are you trying to better me? The storm brings movement. The storm brings the master. But then also the storm brings a message. Oh, yes, it does. These boys survived the storm, and when it was over, they recorded it in the gospel. They were given testimony of what God could do. I love verse 34. And when they were gone over. Praise God, it didn't come to stay, it came to pass. When they were gone over. And after the storm, they were able to testify. They, they had a message. It not only brings movement, God's trying to take you somewhere. It not only brings the master, he'll show up. But it brings a message. After the storm was over, when they were gone over, they were able to testify of the goodness of God. How many, uh, how many of us can recall storms in our life that we thought we were never going to survive? But now that the storm is over and we've gone over, I've gone over some things. I've come through some things. I've survived some things. Like John Newton wrote, through many dangers, toils, and snares, we have already come. And boy, I'll say this, just a little side note, there's coming a gone over day. <laughs> there is coming a gone over day. And it may not be in this life. It might be when the rapture takes place. It might be when we enter heaven's gates through uh, the portal of death. But when you come out of the storm, you're going to have a message. You're going to have a story to tell. You'll have a testimony. That message was a message of peace. They write to us. We were in the storm. We thought we was going to die. We thought the waves were going to overtake us. And all of a sudden, we heard a voice that said, be not afraid. It's a message of peace. It's a message of power. Jesus calmed the storm. Had these men never gone through the storm, they wouldn't have this great story. It was a message of his person. When Jesus stilled the storm, the disciples knew they were in the presence of Almighty God. In verse 33, the Bible said they worshiped and said, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. And boy, when you get in a storm and God shows up, gives you peace, and shows his power, you understand his person. You see he is the Son of God. Surviving the storm tells us that he's God and he's in control. That's how you survive the storm. How, preacher? Knowing it brings movement. Knowing it brings the master and knowing it brings a message. 
Here's the secret to make the storm much more bearable. Don't wait until the storm is over to bow before him. Worship him now. While the waves are still threatening your boat, while the winds are still contrary to you, don't wait until the blue skies uh, roll in until you humble yourself before God. Because nothing reveals the faith in our Lord more than being willing to accept his will and love him in spite of what things are going on in your life. Sometimes it's hard to see the blessings in the storm, ain't it? Sometimes it's hard to imagine the Lord bringing any good out of what you're going through. And I don't know what you might be facing, but I know the one who still walks on the waves. I know the one who still speaks peace. I know the one who still has power. I know the one whose person is greater than your greatest storm. You can survive it, but you got to find the purpose. God, where are you trying to move me? God, I know the master is going to show up. And God, I know when this storm is over, I'm going to have a message. I'm going to have a testimony. Now let's go out today with that testimony and be salt and light. The world is dirty and dark, and it needs you to go out and testify of God's grace and God's goodness. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose? Tomorrow, I'm going to get up, pray, read my Bible, and uh, I'm going to get filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to go make a difference. And if you're in the storm today, you're going to survive it, but you need to find the purpose. Lord, why, what, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? I want to come forth as gold. I don't want to get bitter. I don't want to get ugly. I want to come forth better, closer to you because of this storm. Until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.